Welcome everyone to the sports talk uh, with Bono and House. I think one requirement here, Bono, I think you got to have a beard to be a guest, don't you? They're, they're slimming, they say. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I think I think Jim's there is a little bit more gray than ours. Oh, yeah. I'm a little older than you guys, though. I have, a, I have a beard and got to be really good looking to be a guest. That's the criteria, right, Bono? That's right. We've been yeah, saying. Yeah. Like I said, beard, beard a little overweight, and we're doing fine. Yeah, we're perfect. We're perfect. <laughs> a couple, a couple of things I just want to touch base on before we start into it. I want to give the condolences out to the um, Caleb Wood plays for the Sioux Thunderbirds in the NOJHL, and his father passed uh, yesterday at the age of fifty-three. Um, so I just want to give uh, our condolences out to uh, the, the Woods family and also to the Aruda and Wheatons. Um, our prayers and our thoughts are out to uh, Carlo, who's in the hospital recovering from surgery. And I know you both uh, know Carlo. And Jim, if you just want to talk about Carlo for a second, we did last week. Oh, Carlo's, Carlo's a great guy. Uh, love him to death. Uh, we're hoping and praying here that they, that somehow turns the corner. But, um, uh, you know, he's a great guy, great family man. I coach both his both his sons. And uh, and he's got two more sons coming up now in St. Mary. One's at St. Mary's, one's at Cora, actually. So uh, hopefully we get them uh, back on the football field if there's ever football again in Sioux. And uh, yeah, Kyle's a great guy, great family man, great football guy. Uh, you know, his, his sister is Isabel Wheaton, who uh, uh, the Wheatons are the, an awesome uh, uh, football family also. And they just suffered a, a, a loss uh, not too long ago of their son, uh, which we're going to talk about later on with the 7-on-7 uh, seven tournament that uh, the, the boys got going for him, which is awesome. Uh, I also know George Wood. Uh, I knew him very well too. Really, really great guy, uh, soft-spoken guy, easy going, and uh, good family man, and a great, fo- great hockey guy. And uh, and you know, it has, hasn't been a good couple of days around here for uh, for the Sioux uh, with a couple of good guys. Uh, you know, one one gone and one uh, one fighting right now. So it's uh, kind of a sad time. And Bono, it seems like Jim knows everybody, eh? He does. He's the man. <laughs> Pretty good for a guy that never leaves his house. Eh? <laughs> volunteer to put as much time in as he has i mean you're gonna know people <laughs> exactly exactly now are you going have you gained the weight back that you lost jim with this quarantine or i, I gained some back and not not all of it and then I'm, I'm back on the way down now but uh you know the, the way down is not as much fun as the way up that's for sure so but, uh, exactly exactly it's not the same watching a football game uh, eating a salad as it is eating pizza, <laughs> but, hey, you gotta do what you gotta do and watching the bachelor like we gotta be done by eight yeah. o'clock tonight right Absolutely. Love the Bachelor. Me and Bono are big. Uh, we're part of uh, Bachelor Nation. So, Now, question. Go ahead, Bono. Funny story about that. So I don't know how long Jim's been into this for, but um, it all started, you know, we always hear Jim talk about the Bachelor, and I'm like, there's no way I'm ever going to give this a chance. Like, you know, come on. Like, it's the Bachelor, right? Like, no thanks. But Jim, Jim just kept hyping it. So one day uh, I checked it out, and I think it was about the third last episode of the season, of Hannah's season, and I have been an absolute addict ever since. It is unbelievable. So it's really is it's terrible TV, really, to be honest with you. But it's hilarious, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's on it's on a lot, and there's not ever anything on TV all the time. And uh, you know, I uh, I watch football all weekend, every weekend, and I watch a lot of sports. So it's something you know, uh, me and my wife watch together. But I watch it more than she does. So uh, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. one thing. The one thing I always say is that this is my argument is, you know what, there's so much drama and there's so much, uh, you know, BS going on in the world. It's nice to just do something and just mind out for a couple hours and watch drama that you have no part of. 
but yeah, you absolutely. are not invested yeah. in at all. Yeah. And, and it is awesome. other, other people, right? So. Oh, I, yeah. I, and I, if my wife, my wife doesn't watch it all the time, but if my wife, Carolyn, watches it, and if I'm in the room, I'll watch it, but I'm like, not into it like you guys are. Well, it's fun. It's something, something different. It's something, and I make fun of myself about it, too. That's, that's the best part about it. So, yeah. 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 Uh, how many? I haven't even watched it. How many guys left this year or season? It's 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 girls now. They, they, oh, they, girls. they just started. It's the third episode tonight. Tell you tells you how much I pay attention to it, eh? So I'm gonna touch base. Only only sports right now. We report the sports every week, and only sports right now is Lake State in in Sioux Saint Marie, Michigan. The the men's team went zero and two against uh, Minnesota State uh, Mavericks. They're at Michigan Tech. Uh, all three teams are Michigan Tech this weekend. They're basketball and hockey. Um, the men's went one and one against. Um, Purdue Northwest Pride and the women's win 0 and 2. So that's really again only sports that we can report right now. But hopefully we can uh, see more sports coming back soon. Uh, Jim, are you going nuts with no uh, no? You can't commentate for us, and you had no football, so you going a little crazy. Yeah, I hate it. At least, at least this time around with the the lockdown, there's sports on TV. The, the first time we were locked up for a while, there there was not even sports on TV. So uh, at least there's something to follow. Uh, you know. Maybe slide a wager down here and there uh, on something that's going on now, but uh, before when there was nothing, it was, uh, it was terrible. So, uh, you know, at least, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going crazy. I missed the football field. This is the longest I've been without football for so long. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I understand it's safety first, but it doesn't mean that I have to like it, right? So, now, do you again? Me and Bono talked, and again, you you don't know, but do you think we're going to see SaberCats uh, football this summer? Well, I mean, we're hopeful, right? We're we're preparing for the fact that there will be uh, there will be football in, in this summer. Uh, we, we we talk all the time amongst the, the coaches and the executive uh, of the SaberCats, and and we we do uh, we do talk about it. But uh, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine, right? Like we I, we're hopeful, we're prepared. Uh, we've had league meetings, and everything's a go. They want to start by June first, but you know. Uh, to me, unless that vaccine uh, starts uh, rolling out, uh, we're in trouble. So uh, that's my thoughts. I see on the side here, there's a note from uh, from Carlo's sister, Sylvia, that uh, Carlo's watching. So uh, big shout out to Carlo. Uh, and uh, we, we love you, buddy. So uh, all the best to you. Absolutely. And that, and, and that, and that gives me, uh, like I say, a little bit of goosebumps knowing that he's in the hospital sitting there watching us. I don't know if that's good or bad, Carlos. So uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let you laugh a little bit. Yeah, back to what I was saying. I, I think football in, in the summertime is going to be hard to imagine. I'm just guessing, right? That's a medical issue, uh, thing more than a, the safety thing, more than the football thing. We're ready to go if there is. Uh, they, ra- they raised the age group uh, one year, so the, the kids that lost a year last year will be able to play. So I believe that means that the O1s would still be eligible to play next year. Uh, so they kind of they threw them a bone and gave them a, a year so they don't lose the one year they played. So if it does go, we're ready to go, uh, and we're hopeful, right? So again, again, we thought last year that we would have saw SaberCats this year, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, so you you never know, right? You never know. Well, you never know. Maybe we'll turn the corner somehow, some way. Uh, you know, uh, I don't I don't know what everyone's opinion on the vaccine is. That's a different topic for a different day. But I mean, it seems to me that that's the way out of this, and that's the only way the government's going to give us the go ahead. So. I'd love to get back on the football field and the kids. I mean, I could coach forever. The kids uh, can only play for so long, right? So that that's where it's really at, right? 
And that's exactly it. And oh, you can tell Bono's already had. Look at look at Bono. He's already had the vaccine. Look at his face. <laughs> that's a bad reaction for sure. <laughs> so it's uh, the boy. The boys have just texted me. Uh, Aaron says they're having a technical difficulties. So probably gonna be a couple minutes. But um, no. So Jim, I wanted to ask you, I mean, uh, Jay and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on one of our first broadcasts, but, um, you know, I know that you're a, a, an OHL fan too and follow the Sioux Greyhounds a little bit. I was curious to see, uh, you know, we actually had a discussion about the uh, what they're going to do with overagers next year. You know, would you allow for an extra spot in the OHL? Would you allow for two extra spots, um, overage spots next year, just because some of these kids, it's not their fault, right? Some of these 19-year-olds, how many players have really developed at that age, right? So it's nice to hear that they're talking about doing that for football. Do you think other leagues should uh, take that up as well? Well, I mean, it's definitely a consideration, right? I, I, you hate to see kids uh, aged out and, and, and miss their year because, because of what's going on in the world, right? I mean, high school sports is different. You can't do that. They can't stay in the high school for uh, forever, although a lot of us would, would like to have. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, – yeah, if they do that, I'm all for it. If if they want to let people play, then let them play. It's all about the the, the kids, and there's only so long they can do it for. It's you know, it's sad, right? And that's yeah. that's the thing. Like we talked about a couple weeks ago, is NCAA is doing it with with their with their sports, giving them an extra year because of this. So I think again, it's something that it's an avenue that they can look at, right? Yeah, absolutely, and I and I know I don't know. Uh, there, there's two there's two football leagues in in the in the in the Ontario that play in the springtime and summertime. I don't know if both leagues are doing it, but the SaberCats are members of the OFC. They voted, and it was a unanimous vote to let the kids come back for one more year. I don't know if they'll revert back the next year and go go to you know you have to be 20 to play, but uh, for now they're they're letting it go next year. But I mean. <laughs> Who knows? Like I said, I'm we're not we're not overly optimistic it'll be a season this year either, right? So, Jim, can you talk? Can you talk just a little bit too about? Uh, I know that there's some. T um, last year we announced that they were going to expand um, the Sioux Sabercats program to include an extra division. Um, yeah, we do you were, want to we were gonna have a bad team, yeah. about that and, uh, and the ages and that type of stuff for people that might be interested? Yeah, so I mean, my, my my knowledge of the actual years are terrible. I use grades, grade sevens and eights would play would play SaberCat football. So that's kids that are currently in in, se in seven and eight would play SaberCat bantam football. Then the uh, the nines and tens and elevens now the way the rules are this year they so they moved that up one year or two in the in the JV. So nine tens and elevens would play uh, JV, and then twelves grade twelves and up would play uh, would play. Uh, Varsity. So the band, the Bantam team is for is our youngest age group. Uh, we were supposed to start for the first time. Um, the the coach was supposed to be Greg Matheson. He was all ready to go. We do plan on going again with a uh, with a with a a, ba a Bantam team. But you know, like I said, we're all just everything's contingent on what happens with the uh, with the uh, province and what they let us do. I can yeah. tell you too. Another thing, we 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 had started working on uh, getting some. Uh, some camps going, uh, you know, get some workouts going, get some, you know, we're going to do some lineman camps. We're going to get some guys into the gym throwing. And I actually had, had talked to Bono a little bit about this and uh, I had tried to contact the indoor facility and then almost the next day we went back into lockdown. And uh, so the, we shelved that for a while. So we'd like to get the kids out on, on the, in the indoor facility, you know, follow all the safety requirements. There's, 
there are football safety requirements out there. Uh, we would follow everything. We'd do all the whatever we had to do and uh, get some kids moving and into into the uh, back into football. But again, uh, while we're locked down, that's all on the shelf too. So, so well, we'll talk a little bit more about that, guys, if you don't mind. But the other two boys are on about the Matt, uh, Matt Wheaton legacy, and then we'll get back to talking about Sabercats, and we'll make sure we're done by eight o'clock for you, uh, Jim and Tony. That's for sure. That's awesome. So, I'm just bringing Greg and. Uh, Aaron in, and I'm just going to uh, step out, and you th four can talk. There you go, Bono. All right. How's it going, guys? Hey. Hey, guys. So for those of you that uh, don't know, this is uh, Greg, Greg Caruso and Aaron Wheaton. Um, unfortunately for both uh, Greg and Aaron, They've had to tolerate me as a coach in numerous sports for numerous years, um, just like Matt. So um, I, I know these boys very well, and uh, uh, you know I'm sure uh, I'm, it's nice to see where they're where they are now, and and uh, you know both great athletes. So um, nice to see you guys here today. Um, I know we have your coach Jim Monaco up there as well, Jim. How's it going, guys? Yeah, I had the pleasure of coaching both these guys in football. Both excellent players, great athletes, like you said, Bono. So, and good boys. So, Thank so you. for this, for this, Greg, you'll appreciate this. I busted out my old St. Mary's uniform because yeah. I know Matt would appreciate it. So I squeezed into this really tight shirt, and I had my orange, <laughs> have my orange shorts on, oh, and I no. dug out the old hat too with all the, with all the sweat stains and everything. So <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for this. So um, <laughs> I'll let you guys. Uh, I'm gonna just hand it over to you guys. Um, you know, uh, you guys can say what you want to say, and uh, and we'll chime in as we go. So maybe just talk a little bit about Matt and and what you guys are doing, uh, you know, in his memory. All right, sounds good. Um, well, for, like, first I wanted to talk about uh, background, um, about Matt. Um, as most know, Matt passed away after a hard battle with uh, internal injuries caused uh, by a single vehicle accident on October 21st, 2020. But uh, Matt, Matt is my brother, and in the Wheaton family, it has always been a big part of our lives. Um, uh, when we weren't watching it on TV, we were playing it. Uh, when my oldest brothers, Cody and Jeremy, played for the Sabercats, um, me and Matt would, uh, we would be the, the water boys. And uh, if we weren't the water boys, we were playing, or we were on the sidelines doing the sticks for about 25 bucks a game. Um, as we got older, uh, we got out of the SMFL stage and went to Sabercats. Uh, there's nothing more that Matt loved more than uh, than playing with the boys, going on trips. Um, I am really honored uh, to represent the Wheaton family in this tournament. Uh, my whole family is so grateful that uh, we can uh, honor this tournament in Matt's name uh, for years to come. Well, when Greg uh, proposed this idea to me, um, I was so thrilled because it had Matt's name all over it, and uh, he loved the sport so much. So. And uh, if he knew Matt, you know, he'd be bragging about this right now. Um, but I, I'd also like to say uh, prayers out to um, my uncle Carlo Aruda, um, who's not going, uh, is not doing so well. And uh, was sent back, uh, sent back to the Sioux this morning from Sudbury. Uh, he's got a lot of love uh, from his entire family, especially, and uh, from all of his friends and people that know him. So we love you, Carlo. 
Hello, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we can hear oh, you now, Bob. All right, sorry guys. Um, so yeah, really well said. I mean, for anyone who knows, you know, who's been to a football field in this city over the last, you know, 15 years, they definitely know you and your family. Um, you guys have been, uh, I mean, the thing about you guys is, you know, anything we ever needed for Sioux Minor football, you know, you guys were always the family that would be there. That You guys, you know, there were a few other families that come to mind, the doers, um, but you guys were always there helping us. And, uh, and it's true. I mean, when you think of football in Sault Ste. Marie, you know, you think of the Monaco's, the Monaco family and the Wheaton family, it seems like, right? So um, I, I think it's an amazing uh, idea and, and an amazing uh, thing that you guys are doing. Um, Greg, do you want to talk a little bit about the tournament itself and the uh, idea behind it and the format, how you guys want it to look, those types of things? Yeah, so as of now, all based around COVID, obviously. We're looking at having it on the 28th of August, right before Labor Day, just at the end of summer, to hopefully catch everybody that wants to be in the tournament, not overlapping with Sabercats and high school football. Um, and then registration, we have forms. And we're going to have those forms probably available within the next week. Or sorry, the next month. And all it's going to be is just for insurance purposes, we're just going to need a uh, name, date, birth, number, and a signature. Uh, we're also going to be doing, so to be able to enter the tournament, we're going to have pledges per player. And we're thinking about, it's going to be about $40 pledge per player. So it doesn't need to come out of anybody. It doesn't have to come out of your pocket. You can go door to door and you can just ask for like a five buck pledge here, $5 pledge here. So we're trying, so we can do some good here and try to actually raise some good money. Um, we're going to have two separate divisions because we really want to capture everybody. Like we want everybody that wants to be involved to be involved. So we're going to have a competitive division and we're going to have a rec division. Ideally, the way a day would work is that we want to start the tournament around 9 a.m. And then have finals go at about 9 p.m. and have it under the lights at Rocky D. Um, we think that like we thought that would be a great idea and I think it'd really be sick to have under the lights finals. Um, so we're planning on having food there as well. Uh, we haven't exactly discussed all details yet, but we want to be able to serve food there uh, for all players or people that are just coming by to stop by and watch. And ideally um, in the future, we want to be able to throw a social on the side. So after the finals and everything, go to a local bar or maybe even a local banquet hall and have everybody get together, the football community come together as one and just have a good time together. Um, at the social, we plan to have door prizes too, um, just to be able to raise some more money, like we said. And you know what, it gives you something to be able to look forward to as well. No, oh, that's awesome. Um, I think that's a great idea, Greg. Um, you know, I play touch football here in the, in the Sioux, and that's a great league that they have going here. And uh, unfortunately, obviously, last season due to COVID, there couldn't have been, there wasn't a season. Um, so I do think that that's a really good idea, and I think a lot of those teams are going to want to step in and, and uh, register and play too. I, I do think that uh, it's a great idea. Where's uh, where's the money that's being raised uh, going towards? Uh, Aaron could talk about that. Um, okay, so I, I think my family um, has, uh, we, I think we're going to decide on um, the Sioux, Sioux Minor Football League, um, but it's not completely confirmed yet. Um, still got to talk to, uh, still got to talk to my parents about it and it's, uh, it's going to be uh, their decision on yep. where it wants to go, so. 
So Jim, obviously you've uh, you've had the pleasure of knowing all these all these boys and uh, and especially Matt. Um, you know, talk a little bit about the Wheaton family. Um, a little bit about Matt. Um, you know, a funny story. One of your favorite moments coaching him. I know I have a couple myself, but you know, what comes to mind when you think of uh, of the Wheaton family and, and specifically Matt? Well, I think when I think when I think of Matt, I coached Matt in uh, Sioux Minor Football League too in the in the Pee Wee Division. So I had him in grade five and grade six and. Uh, uh, Mike was uh, on my staff, and uh, my, you know Matt was was a little bigger than he was. He was heavier when he was young. He wasn't uh, later on, and he got really athletic and in good shape. Uh, and he was always a good athlete, but uh, the, the younger Matt was bigger. And you know everybody wanted Matt to play the, the old line, and he, and he never wanted to play the old line. That's my biggest remember of him. Even even in Pee Wee, when he was one of the biggest guys on the team, he always wanted to play linebacker, and we let him play some linebacker, and he was good at it. And even all the years I coached him in high school, he never wanted to play line. And he was just too good at it. And that, that's the biggest thing about, about Matt I always think of. And he loved football. He loved it. And, and I remember coaching Matt in grade 11. And, you know, Matt was Matt, right? He, he had his times when he, when he was a little bit uh, misbehaved. And I'm not saying anything that anyone doesn't know about Matt. <laughs> Mike would tell you the same thing. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, but, but on the football field and at practice, never a problem ever he loved it he, he lived for it and, and that's what he did that's where he, that was his place and so you know I always think of him and then of course we he did end up playing tight end and some fullback in his last year but almost all the time and when he played Sabercats he always ended up playing on the line he just was he was so good at it he was a really really good player and uh, you know had he uh, wanted to go to university he, he probably could have played at the next level he was a really good player and uh, he was a pleasure to coach because you don't always coach guys that love football like he did. And, you know, you know, uh, the, all, 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 all the Wheatons are football people. And, uh, you know, I've had the pleasure of being around them all the time. I coached with Mike. I went, I played with Mike actually. That, that's how, how far back I go. We played high school football together. And then we coached it with me a little bit in Sue minor. Then he coached his own team. You know, I coached Darren. I coached Jeremy coached Sabercats with me. Uh, so Cody, when he was around, it, come on the sidelines with us so the whole the whole family's been around and uh great people and uh, you know uh one one thing i do want to say to uh to uh, you guys too uh, aaron and uh we have a lot of and greg we have we have a lot of resources uh and a lot of great volunteers in in the SAFO organization and we can help you guys out as much as you want i, I know this is your thing and we don't want to we don't want to step on, on on any toes but we have a lot of really good uh volunteers a lot of people that are good at uh you know, handling the money side and handling the insurance side and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that you guys aren't, aren't capable, but if you need our help, you guys reach out to me and, and get you guys all the help you want because uh, it's a great cause. It's a great idea. And, and we want to support you guys. So if, if you need, if you need my help and anyone's help, you two guys, uh, you, you guys know how to find me. So uh, reach out and I, I got, a, we got teams of guys that will come and help you guys. And, you know, I don't know anybody that wouldn't help out the, the Wheaton yeah. family. So, uh, you yeah. know, let, let, let us know if you need anything at all. Yeah. And also, uh, we are on, on Sioux Sports, guys, just so you know, too. Um, if you send us a copy of the form, we'll put up a copy of the form on Sioux Sports for you. And uh, Jay even said he'll stream the finals of the competitive division for you guys. So uh, oh, people can, uh, can check that out as well. Uh, Jim, you know, when you were talking, you know, I was just my, uh, with when it comes to Matt, uh, you're right. You know, he did not want to play O-line. But, I mean, Caruso was a running – Greg was a running back for us. You know, anytime he needed yards, he'd always want to run behind Matt, you know, because <laughs> he was just – he was that good. Um, 
and he always wanted to play D line for me too. And I, I, I didn't, I needed him fresh because he just dominated on the O line. We had a young team, and so I let him go D line one game against Cora, and I think he made three tackles in his first four plays on at D line. Right, so um, obviously he played there the rest of the year. But uh, you know, always a team guy first, right? Unbelievable, and uh, yeah. I'm really impressed that you guys are doing this, and uh, and I think it's it's a it's a great thing, and it's uh, it's a great idea. I'm assuming you want to do this annually. Is this something yeah, you would want to do? Is, yeah, the plan is to get this going for like years to come to carry on his legacy, just sort of make sure like one, he's not forgotten, and like two, you know, it's a good cause, and we can we can do some good like in the football community too. Yeah, that's something that, that we don't have, right? We don't have anything like this. And, and August, yeah. like you said, August, there's no football. There's uh, pretty much everything's done, getting gearing up for high school. So it's really good timing. So it's an excellent thing you guys are doing. Thank you. Um, yeah, no. Um, it's just Matt. Matt loved uh, Matt loved hockey too. So, and Greg said the seven on seven. And I know Matt loved three on three hockey because you know you go out there and you bruise, right? So, you know, the seven on seven is just the perfect, I don't know. It's just, it's a good idea. No, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, so if, uh, you know, worst case scenario, COVID uh, doesn't, you know, doesn't allow it to happen on the proposed date, would you guys be willing to try it again later on this summer? Or is there an alternate date potentially? Or how are you guys working that? So, um yeah we're we're working like with um end of august that's what we're thinking probably right for right now we're thinking the 28th of august um but it's all it's all touch and go with uh with the whole covid thing because you know that's a real kicker but um if if we can't if we really can't do it this year and we could we could postpone it and do it when it's all cleared up and everyone feels safe to do it. Perfect. That's awesome. Well, guys, uh, you know this platform is wide open to you guys. If you guys want to promote this every couple of weeks, we'll promote it every week. Um, if you guys want to do anything, please think of us. And uh, every Monday night, you're more than welcome to uh, to come on here and and talk about Matt or uh, or promote the tournament or do whatever you guys want to do. Thanks a lot for having me. No. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Before before you get, before you guys go, I got. I've you guys right. Oh, Aaron Aaron disappeared. Yeah. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> okay, Aaron, both coach both of you, right? Now, your thoughts on these two yeah. watching The Bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Greg. Greg, it's okay to admit you watch it too. It's a. Never watched a bachelor in my life. <laughs> no, I don't, that's I, don't nice. ever, I don't think I've ever heard Crusoe uh, speechless. You <laughs> <laughs> talked talk back enough to me in my day, so uh, <laughs> I'm not used to it. 
But um, yeah, uh, before you guys go, um, anything else you wanted to say? Uh, give you one more opportunity. I know. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but Carlo is watching. Um, he uh, they, they messaged us earlier on. So uh, if anyone, if any of you guys have anything else to say, go right ahead. Well, I'm representing the uh, Aruda Army. Strong uh, shirt. It's just got all of our uh, all of our names in there. My whole family. And uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're uh, we're still praying, and you know. Yeah, yeah and your your brother, your Aaron, your brother Jeremy admitted on the side here that he watched the uh, Bachelor too. So. <laughs> so that's, no, that's yeah, okay. yeah, that's okay. So. <laughs> yeah. He said only. He said only once. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only one to admit to watching it once, but I know Jerry. Yeah. He's ready to so. Oh, now, now, is that the Bachelor or the Bachelorette? Which one does no, he watch? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks a lot, guys. We really appreciate it. Like I said, anytime, just let us know. Right, thank you a lot for having us. Guys, thanks, guys. Thank you. So, like I said, they're still there for a minute, but uh, again, it's something incredible event that uh, that the, that they're doing. Um, any last thoughts on it for tonight, Jim? Oh, sorry. Uh, can I jump? In? Can I just jump in oh, yeah. real quick? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, Cole and Ethan and Jordan are all uh, are all watching us as well. So um, we just wanted to uh, send a shout out to them and. Uh, you know, we're all with you. We're we're all uh, we're all praying for you. We're all thinking about you. Um, obviously, we all uh, have a pretty good relationship with with you guys and your family. So, um, you're definitely in our thoughts and prayers, boys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I never had a, ch a chance to uh, to coach the the twins yet. I'm, I'm you know I'm hoping to, for that one day. And uh, you know, I had I had Jordan for a lot of years, and I. Uh, he knows how he knows how much I, I think of him, and uh, you know my my heart goes out to him in this in this battle, and uh, you know he's he's a he's a good boy, and I wish the best to him. So, and uh, one thing I, like I would mention is my wife Carrie Lynn. She runs the Wendy's on the Hill, but uh, Jim, your son Dylan, and the Rudas work together now too. So I can imagine Dylan uh, treating those two got kids. Yeah, he, he's been he likes them. He's, he really likes both boys, and you know I, I make sure that he. Uh, he gives them rides when he can now, you know, the, the family's busy right now, obviously not doing what they want to do. And so, uh, yeah, he, he, he'll, he helps out to try to take care of them. Uh, they're, they're good boys. So. Yeah. so. And shout out to Ryan too. He's, uh, he, I don't know if he's watching with them or not, but obviously he's included in that group. No question. Yeah, absolutely. So. yeah another, another, another guy, good guy there. And Ryan. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All of them. Yeah. And just before we bring Jason in, guys, we had we had 78 people watching that that segment with those boys. So the community is going to be really behind that this uh, the the this uh, tournament that they're doing. Yeah, well, it's good. an awesome it's an awesome thing. And I, and I, like I said, we got lots of resources to help them out. I hope uh, I don't want to take it from them because it's their tournament. And but if they need any help, and I told them that uh, we got lots of guys around in the football community that will do anything for that for the. Uh, for the Wheaton family and uh, the Aruda family. So uh, the, hopefully they, they use our, us as resources and we'll support them any way they can. And they, they know that. So. so